the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, letter K Radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast. Going to have a special guest join me for the podcast. Is We're going to break down this Broncos 49ers preseason game. Lots to get to because, well, there are a lot of players who need to impress. And then on top of that, this is also a preseason game where we're going to see the starters a little more. So it is going to be interesting um, to see how certain players who may or may not be on the bubble perform. And, uh, of course, we'll get intern Jake's thoughts on that. And then, of course, mine as well, too. But first, I want to say thanks to our friends over there at Pro Football Focus. Prepare to win this season with PFF Fantasy. Here's the deal. PFF, they offer the most in-depth stats and analysis to give you a massive edge over your competition, data-driven projections, matchup tools, all that great stuff. You find the breakout players. A lot of us are doing drafts this time of year, so sign up at PFF.com. That's PFF.com. Use a promo code PFF25 to save 25% on your order, and if you're a high-stakes player like me... PFF Elite. It is the only thing you need, guys. Go grab that. PFF Elite. Use the promo code PFF25 to save 25% off. Uh, That's only going on a limited time, so be sure to go check that out. PFF.com, our friends at Pro Football Focus. Also want to say thanks to our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. Tap 14 on the web. That's Tap 14. Dot com. You can follow me on Twitter. My name is Ronnie Court, of course, at Ronnie K Radio. Jake, where can they find you on Twitter? Hey, everybody. You can find me on Twitter at JakeyP303. That's J-A-K-E-Y-P, and then the number's 303. All right. So let's get to this Broncos game tonight against San Francisco. Uh, give me your first player on defense who needs to shine or, or you want to see have a good game for whatever the reason may be. I think the name that jumps out to me is Malik Reed. Mm. He's had a really, really strong preseason thus far. But for undrafted guys to make a roster, especially at the position that he's at, he's got to keep showing out, and he's got to keep shining. So I, I, I really hope he does make the team, because I like having... I mean, undrafted guys on teams are really, really cool, and they're fun to watch. They're good stories. So I really hope he makes the team, and I hope he continues to show out. But it's going to be tough for him, I think. Well, look, uh, Malik Reed, this is a guy who, uh, as you mentioned, had a tremendous practice. We've been talking about him since late July. Is always in the backfield, disrupting, getting into the offensive line's mind. He kind of looks like a poor man's Von Miller. Uh, In fact, the sack against what was it, Seattle, where he kind of used a little bit of a swim move. I thought to mm-hmm. myself, he's been watching Von Miller tape, yeah. Matt Malik Reed. But I agree with you. This is a guy who, while has looked really good, does need to solidify it or put a stamp on it. And I think a really good performance against San Francisco would do that. Yeah, agreed. And if, if we have a poor man's Von Miller behind regular Von Miller, <laughs> I, I think that's pretty good. I'm okay with that. Yeah, and it's funny because, you know, we talk about this – guy like you know he's gonna rack up 10 sacks or anything like that and that's not the case okay but I will say this he is talented and even more so some of that talent may not show up on the stat sheet he is always in the backfield disrupting the play and that's a big big deal and look to get that production out of a 
undrafted free agent, I think is a, I think is a great great return uh, for the Denver Broncos. They may have found themselves a gem in Malik Reed. I hope so. I mean, we we have a history of finding gems, you know, undrafted gems. You know, Chris Harris Jr. obviously one of them. And so, if Malik Reed is the next guy on that list. Sign I, me know. up. Yeah, absolutely. Sign me up. All right. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast, of course, presented by our friends at Tap14 and our friends at Pro Football Focus. Use that promo code PFF25 for 25% off your PFF order. Another name that I am looking forward to, I have one on offense. You give me yours as well, too, Jake. Uh, one is Noah Fant. I want to see Noah Fant look good in this preseason game because I think you're going to see more opportunities of Joe Flacco, probably multiple series is here. So an opportunity to kind of get into a, uh, a flow, if you will, and tight ends, you know, I, I've always found tight ends to be kind of this flow chemistry type position where, you know, obviously look the fail safe for the quarterback, but on top of that, you know, somebody who on multiple drives can really kind of establish things, move the chains on maybe a, a third and long, a third and seven, third and eight. So I really want to see Noah Fan and and look, you can throw in the tight end group as a whole. As somebody that I really want to see them start to perform and and we expect big things out of this tight end room, particularly with Joe Flacco throwing the football. I want to see them start to shine. Yeah, absolutely. And and the tight end, you mentioned it, Flacco loves his tight ends. You know, um so Finding just one tight end that Flacco can get, you know, production yes. out of we is going to be fans. Hopefully, is the guy because you, you know, you traded down in the first round. You avoid, you know, you didn't take Devin Bush because you wanted Noah Fant. You know, I, I agree with you. I hope he shows out. My name is Devonte Booker. That's the guy I want to see because theoretics going to be out for you know what four to six weeks. It's going to be least. a while. Yeah. And you know the the Broncos do need a third guy behind Philip Lindsay and behind uh, Royce Freeman. And Devontae Booker, there are times where you watch him and you're just like, wow, that was a great play. And then there are other times where you watch him and you're like, that was not, so much. That was not, not so a much. great play. And so what can he bring, you know, especially with uh, Kalfani? Is that how you Califani pronounce it? Yeah. Yep. yeah, especially with, you know, he looked pretty solid in that first preseason game. You know, Devontae Booker is going to have to do a lot of work in order to make this roster. And so that's the guy that I'm going to be watching. Yeah, Booker has been a bubble guy. Look, I said this on the radio show, and you can catch the radio show, by the way, 7 a.m. on Mile High Sports Mountain Standard Time every single day, Monday through Friday. And, of course, we'll be reacting to the preseason game tomorrow morning on the show. You can stream that show at milehighsports.com. I have said this. I, I don't think Booker makes this roster, but I, I will put an asterisk next to it because I think my tune is changing, but only because of the injuries. You know, when they when they brought Theo Riddick in, I that was the stamp for me that said enough with Devontae Booker. He has not showed you anything that made me say, wow, this guy needs to stick around, you know, and, and we're now going on three years and, and even in practice, you know, when I watch practice, there's never a time where I'm like, wow, look at 23 go. I mean, that guy's making some, a game breaking play or is, is turning something out of nothing. He's, a, you know, he, he's what many in this industry call a jag, just a guy. And, and it's, it's unfortunate because I think there is talent there somewhere it's just it doesn't seem to come out on the football field. And at this point, when we get this far into a career, I need to at least see flashes. And I'm not seeing that flash. You know what I'm seeing flashes from? I'm seeing flashes from Devonta Jackson, undrafted free agent. I'm seeing flashes from 
Kalfani Muhammad, uh, somebody who scored the touchdown in the the opening preseason game. So th- there are flashes there where I'm like, okay, I could justify maybe a practice squad spot there. Certainly, maybe not so much a roster spot, but when you're talking about Devontae Booker, this is somebody who, look, they're going to save money if he's not on the roster. And look, you brought in Theo Riddick basically to take his job yeah. or at least push him. I, I don't know if there's a future for Devontae Booker on this roster, but of course, injury is now playing a factor too. So I'm going to put a little star next to that as well, too. Another name I'm going to bring up, and this is a name that maybe others aren't bringing up as much. Um, I'm going to bring up, and maybe I'm cheating a little bit. I'm going to bring up the kind of intangibles or um, the little things when it comes to this team, okay? I want to see wide receivers catch the ball. Okay, I'm tired of the drops. I'm really tired of the drops in practice. I want to see absolute flawless snaps. Okay. Yeah. Connor McGovern and Joe Flacco, I need to see flawless snaps. Now, in the practice at sports uh, at uh, Bronco Stadium at Mile High or whatever the hell we're calling the stadium, he was very good in the preseason game. We saw him against uh, Seattle. There was no issue. I want to see that consistency because in practice it hasn't been the case. I also want to see um, the special teams start to improve. Colby Wadman has been shaky. Up and down from Colby Wadman. This has been a um a, a player who looked they brought in Justin Vogel to push him. Wadman responded well for a day or two and then started to falter. Then they cut Vogel, which was the uh, under the assumption that I guess Wadman was going to get the job. But he has been shaky at best and you know and and look, maybe I'm simplifying the position too much, and you know maybe I'm not giving a punter enough credit. But the way I see it here at altitude, you should be a top tier punter, no matter who you are, because the ball flies farther. It's science, mm-hmm. and why we don't see excellent punting out of Colby Wadman, who by the way has shanked a couple punts into the friends and family tent over there at at UC Health Training Center, like. I, I just don't understand it, and we're going on a couple years now where we're like, okay, Wadman is an okay punter, but he's not stellar. So I want to see the Broncos tighten up the little things as we get closer and closer to this dress rehearsal, which of course will be next week. But this week we're going to see the starters for a bit. I want to see them tighten it up all around in the intangibles category. The little things. I always say on this podcast, if you take care of all the little things, Jake, the big thing takes care of itself. Makes sense. And the other intangible there is penalties. Yeah, that's the other thing I'm really going to be watching for. And and noted, you know, the preseason is typically a time where the referees call way more penalties than they usually do, and you know that that kind of evens itself out in the in the regular season. But Vic Fangio's thing was death by inches. Yes, and the Broncos penalties are inches. Yes, Actually, they, they're more they, than they, inches. They're, they're more yards. than yards. Well, technically, <laughs> yards have inches in them, but yes, they're they're lots of inches. That is true. And. It's, a, it's an issue that the Broncos had last year. It's an issue that the Broncos have had for, it feels like, forever. And I, I want to see them you know, more disciplined. I want to see more disciplined play. And those are the kind of things that just absolutely kill games and kill drives. And so, you know, the Garrett Bowles holding penalty in the middle of a, in, in the middle of a big drive. Or, and, and I know that they, you know, Vaughn gets away with this because he's Vaughn Miller, but the offsides call when Vaughn's trying to jump the snap. Sure. Or, or anybody else, for that matter. Um, those are the things that I want to see get away. And the other one, too, for me is the snaps. That should be like 101 yeah, things you I, shouldn't have to worry about, and there are things that we're worrying about. Yeah, it is one of those, you know, not to uh, 
not to make it sound like the the thing is super easy to do or you right. know, not to downgrade that center position, but that is your job. I mean, that is your main job as a as a center and snapper is to get the ball to the quarterback. I understand there's calls to be made and shifting around and helping out with communicating with the quarterback, and there's a lot more that goes into it that is very, very complex, but your number one job is to get the ball to the quarterback. It's no different than the quarterback getting the ball down the field and scoring points. It's no different than head coaches winning games. It's kickers kicking the ball through the upright. And and maybe it is unfair to simplify it like that, but that really is the case. And we have seen a lot of inconsistency that is enough to to con- to be concerning for me. It's a cause for concern. Absolutely. And we were coming off the the Matt Paradis era and that was something that I never that I felt like we never saw with Matt Paradis. And so maybe that's why it's so much more noticeable with Connor McGovern, but you know, when when your quarterback when the most important position on the field can't get the ball cleanly, you're going to have issues. Yeah. And it's tough to run an offense, you know. It's tough to run an offense like that. I want to get to some audio from Rich Scangarello. Uh, Rich Scangarello was on with Afternoon Drive. Uh, Les Shapiro did this interview over the weekend and uh, had a real a great amount of insight when it comes to what this offense is going to look like, the reaction of of Joe Flacco and signing him and and all that good stuff. So, but particularly this clip that will talk about what he envisions this offense and what they're going to be and and explaining it in a very simple term. So here's Rich Scangarello on this year's offense. We're looking to be explosive, and every opportunity is an opportunity to score on every play, and that's run or pass. So that's, that's the mindset of the offense. Um, but in the end, we're going to try and cut the defense in half with the run game and the, um, and the keeper game. And when the defense wants to step up, Regardless of types of coverage, we're going to attack it over the top with playmaking. And, um, you know, that's the core by mirroring the run game with the play-action game and the, and the keeper game. That's the core of the offense. And it's to disguise de- disguising to the defense. It has to look the same in every facet. And that's the, the brilliance to me, the genius of it, and the hard part of uh, making it come to life. Um, and that's, uh, but you know, that's what it, it's plays playing off of plays, and um, that's what Kyle's, um, that's what Mike Shanahan did and uh, offenses did when he was successful here in Denver and they had the run, um, and it's what Kyle's adopted and, and is uh, you know known for in his career, and it's what uh, hopefully at the end of the day is what we're going to be known for and what we do here in Denver. So that was Rich Scangarello on uh, what he envisions the Broncos' offense to be, which, uh, look, it all sounds nice and rosy when you say you're going to run the ball really well to the tune of four and a half, five yards per carry. It's going to set up second and short. That also means you're going to open up the playbook. And uh, as he said, plays rely upon plays, and it's this domino effect. And then you can hit Cortland Sutton on a deep ball because he gets one-on-one coverage and all this great stuff that's happening. But if you don't run the football... It's like chopping the knees out from underneath a a seven-foot wrestler. Well, then all of a sudden, the tree comes tumbling down, and then you don't know what to do. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Rich Scangarello, when he finally hits adversity for me. You know, it's one thing if you have a good run game that is establishing that and you're seeing that success. I want to see when they hit adversity finally where they can't run the ball for more than two yards of carry. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, we've got to alternate or change how what we're doing. And, um, you know, look, I think Shanahan in-game adjusted to this really, really well. He just had a natural 
feel for when things were not going this way, so we got to adjust this way. And maybe we come back to it. Maybe we don't ever come back to it. Maybe we'd abandon it. But the problem is, is the Broncos don't have a quarterback that I think they can rely upon to throw the ball 45, 50 times. They don't have Jake Plummer. They don't have Jake Cutler. They don't have John Elway. Joe Flacco, when throwing the ball 45, 50 times, the numbers don't look great. The numbers don't look great. And quite frankly, I don't blame Joe for that because no quarterback should be throwing the ball that much every single game. So hopefully they can have a run game that can support that uh, offense really, really well. Intern Jake, where can they find you on Twitter? I'm at JakeyP303 on Twitter. Thanks for joining me on the Broncos Blitz podcast. And, of course, a big thank you to our friends over there at Tap14. That's Tap14 on the web, Tap14.com. That's Tap14.com. And also want to say thank you to our friends at Pro Football Focus. Use that promo code PFF25 for 25% off. Your order, I tell you what, if you're like me, uh, you got to win the PFF fantasy season, right? PFF, they're offering the most in-depth stats and analysis to give you a massive edge over your competition. They got the data-driven projections. They have tools to find that breakout player, the deeper uh, gems that are going to help you win your league. PFF.com. Use the promo code PFF25 to save 25% off your order and of course they got that green line number as well too if you're more of a spread better money lines over unders all that great stuff go check it out at pff.com use the promo code pff25 for 25 percent off for a limited time that's it for the broncos blitz podcast of course by the way you can follow me on twitter at ronnie k radio that's at r-o-n-n-i-e the letter k radio on twitter and of course where we're going to be at the game We'll be at Broncos 49ers in the press box, live tweeting with the game. We'll uh, be talking about the Broncos postgame as well, too, not only on social media, but also you can find great reaction at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. I'll have a podcast out as well, too. A lot of great stuff. And then, of course, join me on the radio show tomorrow morning where we'll be discussing the Broncos game. Who shined? Who was a stud? And who was a dud? A lot of great stuff up there uh, on the radio show. 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on Mile High Sports Radio. You can stream the show at milehighsports.com and, of course, on the all-new Mile High Sports mobile app. For now, we are done for the Broncos Blitz podcast. Of course, you can check out more info, breakdowns, discussions, player profiles, audio, and more at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. See you, y'all.